0: Well, cool. You are uh, you great. are now arriving in in Mammonburg, Um As you as you pass the smokestacks uh, and and peek through the smog, uh, you can see your four four tour guides here. Uh, uh, Finch.
1: Hello. What's up? I am Finch, Jack- the professional cringe poster.
2: <laughs> yes, Jackal. Now listen when. When Ted Cruz went to Cancun, he was going to Cancun <laughs> specifically so that he could he could mulch his new skin. The skin that, he, that you see now is not his old skin. It's a new skin. He's also going to spawn. There are actually several small Ted Cruz's running around in Texas right now. If you look it's at the reports, time. there are missing dogs, and I believe it is a matter of Ted Cruz. Listen to <laughs> – I, I, it's not conspiracy theory. It's fact.
3: Phil, he's he's, he's molting. <laughs> Phil, uh, professional <laughs> professional chicken strangler. Phil,
0: and and I'm Josiah, and you're in Mammonburg Yay,
3: and you're in Mammonberg.
4: Yay. Um, um, I was
0: listening to the the first episode we did, um, and uh, Phil, like, because because Phil was doing some editing, and I realized that I I had said that I was ethnically Irish and German. Um, and my my uh, my brother recently did a, a ancestry.com DNA thing and found out I found out that I'm just mostly Scottish, like through it all about me. The things I'd just been talking about forever. So um, that means Ouch. I have to like alter some like political views. So I'm definitely like pro monarchy now. Uh, God bless the Queen, Ulster you know oh, that was no. oh. yeah. <laughs>
1: are, are you a jacobite josiah
0: <laughs> yeah i've gotta i gotta get all about that why
1: now. couldn't
3: you have been
0: irish <laughs> i know i was gonna be this cool like republican type but now now i gotta now you gotta, now I gotta become a monarchist uh, and a protestant too
4: yeah you've gotta, you gotta be time. at least
0: hey look it, you'll are be it, presbyterian
4: are presbyterian uh, <laughs> <laughs> mm. well
0: yeah Presbyterian, that's right. Well, yeah, very, very reformed.
1: Oh, holy I mean, shit! You're like you're like one you're like one tier away from Bram Stoker. Now All yeah, you have to do is like go. pretend you're Irish and like write a <laughs> gothic book about Delfs, and then, and you're then there. after that, you
3: have to join the. Uh, the uh... You have to Just join like the, the esoteric order of the like the Golden Dawn or whatever. <laughs>
2: Is that your future career, is you Are you going to go write a, a book about vampire dilfs? Yeah, probably. I mean,
0: there's no reason not to do that, I don't yeah. think.
1: I mean, like you gotta really, you gotta appeal to us ladies here, okay? You gotta get the That's... vampire dilfs, you gotta get the vampire hunter dilfs, you gotta get some of the werewolf dilfs in here, you know?
3: And then you just start yeah. practicing occultism with all your friends because you're bored.
1: Exactly. <laughs> See, yeah, this is a good career path for you.
2: Does this this (laughs) podcasting count as a form of occultism? I think so. Uh, I mean,
3: we all tried to summon a demon, and I got here. You know,
4: yeah, (laughs) Yeah, We were fucking
3: around with with pentagrams and candles
0: and incense, and then Phil showed up. And I,
4: Mm
3: -hmm. (laughs) hi everybody.
2: He did. It was was weird because he did show up in like the lesser key of Solomon, but he just out of nowhere.
0: I was, yeah, I uh, I was praying look. in a dead language over a corpse and suddenly Phil showed up. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, God, yeah. You know, I was using some my, of my, 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 my definitely virgin blood in a chalice. I, I made Jackal drink it, and then, and then Phil was just there.
3: <laughs> just crawled out from underneath the table being like, Hello, everybody. <laughs> Hi, everybody.
2: I only agree because I thought we were going to summon like a big, like a big demon monster that we could go like sick on, whoever we want. But instead, we got Phil, which I mean it's not that bad. But I mean,
4: mm-hmm.
2: I, uh, everybody he just knows- breaks legs.
0: My my I'm... girlfriend is in the room right now, but she, she I have headphones on, so she only heard me say that I was praying over a dead corpse and brought <laughs> Phil in, and she just got huge eyes. <laughs> and <stared at> <laughs> Excellent. So the podcast is a hit, guys.
2: Yes, 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 yes. Oh my god. That's what you were saying as you were rising from the from the pool of blood uh, that mm. was making a portal to hell.
1: Yeah,
3: <laughs> I just, I'm just chanting Umberto Echo. Um- yeah.
1: I mean I mean, he, he told us he was Christian after he came along, so I mean, like we just believed him.
3: <laughs> I mean, there there are some Christian demons. It's, Come on, it's it's that, a, that's that's why they're saved demons. Saved
4: demon.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Dare we uh, believe all demons can be saved.
2: That's I mean right, according that's right. according to some Tradcath uh uh parts of Twitter, uh, you know, Lutherans are, are demons, so you know.
3: Oh god. Well I do agree with that though. <laughs> I, mean, I mean you guys Martin don't Luther even believe in huge anti semite
1: Yeah. I mean <laughs> like, you guys don't even believe in purgatory. I mean like what what the hell?
3: Yeah, that's bullshit. Purgatory that's would be the... so boring.
1: Yeah, but like you're just there, like I mean, like, isn't that what you want? Is like to be like cleaned off and then like go to heaven. What am I, I supposed
3: like, What am I supposed to do? Read a bunch of like self help books. Until I, I mean, God... like
1: you could haunt people because like that's part of purgatory.
3: <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. but you I don't want to like, be haunted some... though. <laughs> well,
0: you're With not being haunted. You're doing the haunting. You're like the one doing the haunting, which is the the most fun per person in that scenario see, you can be. But the thing yeah. is see I get I my think.
3: theology from see, Beetlejuice.
1: Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, like that's the best part of like the Catholic afterlife is you can just like chill out for a hundred years and just like rattle chains and like mm. be like, ooh Woo! yeah. Exactly. I, Jesus,
3: I, screw.
0: I want to bring back like like um you know, Crusades era, like indulgences era Catholicism though. I, I like God. the idea of like oh, I just man. get to go fight in a crusade and then I get out of because you're
3: buying a stairway. This is,
2: this is putting the theory that you are basically like the mere version of Eric Prince very the like Therese dangerously close the to Therese. reality. Therese. I really yeah. don't
4: like that. <laughs> <laughs>
2: you're no, on
0: Saracens. track but I am Sarah- on track
1: <laughs> Fuck. it's Sar- well, it's
0: <laughs> yeah go ahead.
1: God damn it um no I was just gonna say man the Saracens would just always just beat us they got better horses boys. they did
0: have better horses mm-hmm. I I kind of like being the left-wing Eric Prince though where like I die in a holy crusade but mine is against you know the decadent American Empire uh and and that's what gets me out of purgatory. I think you
1: should like write a book about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, I think
0: it's yeah. Or I mean, I think there's a movie about that. It's called Avatar, but <laughs>
2: <laughs> Avatar is secretly like a very Catholic, a very Catholic tract against capitalism. I yeah. guess
0: I I guess I meant more the yeah holy war against empire, but yeah, I, I'll make it Catholic. I'll, I'll go rewatch it with. There's the
3: a way Catholic to make it. Lens. Do, One thing the I've, blue, I've now, learned about
0: literary and
2: film theory is you can make anything about anything if you try hard enough. Now, now yeah. the question is, do do the blue cat people go to heaven?
4: No. Probably.
2: What? Oh, oh we have some divides here. Okay.
3: No. Can, can I evangelize to the blue cat people?
1: They're uh, like godless heathens, no. Like, got, no
0: they, they got a big tree I literally like as i said saint francis preached to the birds and i think similarly you can do that you can give We're it a bringing shot it back yeah, they're, to like, episode they're, furries.
1: One. they're furries. <laughs> furries so like they're automatically damned come on okay i know some furry uh, christians. I, yeah no no, no, no. Right. I, i'm just kidding just kidding furry furry christians yeah, i love you, you guys do, do you some think think of them are mutuals
3: furry following <laughs> <laughs> no, I we, don't.
1: We I know. don't know, dude. We gotta, we gotta just make sure, you know, because I, you Finch. yeah, I,
3: Finch and I, I, I know, know a
4: few yeah. furries. I
1: mean, I, technically, I am a feathery, I guess, or whatever the bird tech equivalent to that is, since like my persona is a bird. A feathery. <laughs> I don't
0: know. That's great. <laughs> do we have a? Do we have some topics today?
1: Uh, oh. we got the trad drama. We got Joe Biden failing. It's... Already. Let's,
0: open on the, let's open on the trad drama. Why don't you tell us about that?
1: Josiah, I want to fucking kill myself. <laughs> well, don't
0: um, do that. Don't, don't I do don't that, want please.
1: to... No, not on stream! Save that, yeah, it for your
0: private Not
4: better. on
1: stream. It gets <laughs> No, I don't actually want to die. But okay. we have a... Yes, no. Cut all of this out, by the way. Let's okay, let's start here. Um so we have a bit of drama going down in Catholic Twitter uh concerning some priests who are very into anime and their sympathies mm-hmm. with Carl Schmitt. And <laughs>
0: okay, now I want to kill myself, you right?
2: <laughs> Okay, all right. Well, uh yeah.
0: I, I mean never mind, the, the don't weeb cut that. Franciscans, the weeb Franciscans. Yeah. skins are
1: (laughs) no no yes uh jackal you were here with you saw experienced this with me in real time uh in one one of the and i'm not going to name names because i'm not very petty but one of these uh, anime priests uh did post a video of an anime girl dancing i believe it's called the chico dance in uh in front of a carl schmidt quote (laughs) And for some reason did not think that th- this was going to go over badly for him. But it did. And it's like he slathering was honey everywhere. on
3: a tree, just waiting for the bears to show up.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, what? I mean, I... And what? then you have, like, these other guys who came in, who basically were like, oh my god, look at this, these religious commies are coming in, canceling our boy... <laughs> <laughs> Like Mr. What? Potato Head,
0: our 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 good anime priest just wanted to quote a Nazi in peace. And
3: these well, tam- listen, we, we have to
4: culture has we well. have
3: to establish all of our feelings on Nazis. Well, I think we can, I mean, I have complicated feelings about Nazis because on the one hand, <laughs> on the one hand, they were the Nazis, and on the other hand, have you ever tried bratwurst? That's so great. Yeah, have you ever driven a Volkswagen? I... Yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Oh man, they had they, they had really nice uniforms. Yeah. Do you like
3: va- do you like vaguely Nordic symbols that have been misappropriated to uh, mean a bunch of Nazi shit?
1: I mean like that's yeah. that's not bad because like that'll discourage people from being pagan. So I
3: mean, <laughs> that's also a fair point.
1: That is my most reactionary view.
0: But I, I, it's, P- no, pagan it's, a
3: good, it's a good
1: one. Mm. Yeah. So I
3: think we can all agree I... here, Nazis very bad. Nazi mm. priest, mm. even worse. You yeah.
0: should not. So the the trad the trad dilemma is okay. On the one hand, Nazis bad because Nazi, but on the other hand, one of them wrote a book that told me I'm allowed to be an asshole about politics by mm-hmm. calling it the friend enemy distinction, and now I don't know how I feel about them.
1: Yeah, I mean I'm not gonna lie to you guys, and I don't I don't want to like talk shit or anything, but like I I am very high sincere doubts about how many of these trad guys are actually like you know baptized into the catholic church or confirmed yeah like i I feel like there is a very popular trend on twitter where you just say you're catholic and then you think you're catholic or something like that uh because i this is like the big problem that uh, we're currently facing in the Catholic Church is that people want to cling on to us and our, you know, religion and that stuff because of, like, the aesthetics and, like, baseness of a past and, like... It's why also so many of them are really angry at Pope Francis because he's so antithetic... Oh, God, I'm gonna fuck this word up. He's so antithetical to what this perception of this based 14th century catholicism is
4: right yeah because i smell fascism like
1: yeah
0: yeah they're yeah they're imagining this like crusader not like you know an argentinian liberation theologian
4: (laughs) or something like that yeah
3: do you guys smell that mm,
1: exactly that's
3: that's fascism
1: (laughs) and i mean like you're you're you have like two yeah There's two very big main camps of Francis haters who are also coincidentally fascists. Which you have Mm. these based red-pilled geniuses who uh, are very... I just don't
3: like the shape of his ears.
1: (laughs) (laughs) If he only had a certain uh, certain ear shape, I would be Catholic. Says Phil.
3: It's the only thing stopping me.
1: (laughs) (laughs)
4: <laughs>
1: the second camp to me which is mm-hmm. the scarier camp are the americanists I think. oh, oh that's um, the worst those are wor- like edward penton
0: fascism without history is kind yeah. of scary to me
1: <laughs> yeah uh, edward penton one peter five we have nothing to people...
3: harken back to guys what do we do uh just invent <laughs> something yeah just say America's the greatest country on earth and you're good the the mormons of catholics yeah, basi- Catholic Mormons, no. Yeah. Don't put that image in my mind.
1: Mm. That is think... that you know like that family guy bit where you have like Dick Cheney as a Walmart greeter and he's just like telling people to go fuck themselves as they leave? Like that <laughs> uh, that's me, but to hey, literally Peter. all seeds as they leave the church.
3: Hey Peter, you like priest police brutality, Peter? <laughs> hey Peter. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs>
4: yeah. God damn
3: it, though hey peter we gotta we gotta make sure the holy land stays untainted peter (laughs)
4: Peter? i
2: think i think we found the title for the episode Um,
3: can you
0: can you could you say uh uh error has no right in that voice for me please
2: wait
3: wait wait you get you gotta type it out so i can pronounce it right (laughs) oh you gotta type it out in general
0: has no rights i shouldn't be feeding you seed slogans but
3: hey peter error has no rights peter (laughs)
2: That's that's what I wanted. That's
4: all. I, I better...
2: error has no rights, Peter. I'm very tempted to ask you to say the fourteen words in the in 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 that. Oh no, no, no,
1: Jackal! No. No, no, no,
4: we can't get that casting,
1: please. Yeah. No, <laughs> like yet. no, no, my my, you know, my dear mother just asked me to to keep this PG-13, so.
0: Well, you turned down the language and just replaced it with Nazi
4: slogans.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's either cursing or Nazis. What do you want? Those are the two options. I'm sorry, mom.
1: Oh, you're gonna break my poor mother's
3: heart. Hey, Peter. In this house, we believe Black Lives Matter. Women's rights are human rights. No human is illegal. Science is real. Love is love, Peter. Kindness <laughs> is everything. Mm.
4: Hey,
3: Peter, that's what that's what we do in this house, Peter.
1: Mm-hmm. I can't so, oh, S- so, yeah. science is definitely real. Oh uh, I mean, God. I've seen it happen, certainly. So I, so I know real. Is, Typing is so into
0: real. the into the uh, episode title, uh, "Family Guy" seed. There we family go. Family
1: Guy seed moments.
0: Yeah, there we go. Hey, hey Peter. Oh my
3: God! <laughs> the Vatican's been empty.
1: <laughs> oh God!
3: I Peter, the Vatican's been empty for years, Bitter.
2: <laughs> I think I'm gonna read was, every trad post now with with the family. I guy was boys.
0: I was gonna say what, this, with what, the Joe fuck Swanson voice? episode yep. we had in mind. This is just we're just gonna feed Phil racist things to say.
4: <laughs>
1: It's gonna be like that AI that they made racist within within like oh. four days.
3: Well, the more pressing question is, is: is it a decent version of that voice? That's the question. It does. Yeah, it's good.
1: Yeah, it's good.
3: It's pretty good.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I remember the AI, the Tay, the AI that Microsoft put out on Twitter. Like within, I think it was within a day, it turned into a Nazi. <laughs> 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 like, within a day, it, said, it went from, it went from, from saying, Hello, everyone, I'm so excited to meet you, to say that the Holocaust had happened. <laughs> I remember it was, that. It was an escalation, to be sure.
0: Holy <laughs>
1: shit. Just the coordination that had to have taken place for that to have happened.
2: Hey,
3: Peter. <laughs> hey, oh, Peter. God.
1: Oh,
3: God. Oh, made God. the AI a Nazi, Peter. <laughs> 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 Made the AI a Nazi Peter.
4: Um
0: so I think we I think we tackled the the Catholic uh topic. I think we can
3: we can confirm that Catholics are bad and move on.
1: Whoa, 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 whoa. Let's not put the heart before the horse here.
2: Now, now I think we could all agree. Oliver Cromwell had the right idea. Let's now let's oh,
1: move on. No. Oh no!
0: I love I love this last word. It's like, yep, uh, you know, all papists are from the devil, and moving oh, on. No, 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 no.
2: The, the the papists <laughs> are, is, are is... deserve nothing but to burn in a fiery pits of hell, like they <laughs> deserve. Is, is like the Anglican, for... like like the Anglicans, we are. It will be only only the Puritan faith is true. Now. Go sit and stare at a wall as penance for even talking to me about this.
4: This is what I get well, for I mean, sharing
1: the podcast with three Protestants. I you know what? <laughs>
0: I am I am the the least Protestant Protestant on this episode. That
1: right is true. Now, so. That is true. That is true. Right. He said Christmas. But the big hat theory
3: of socialism. It, it doesn't it's, work without yeah. the papacy
1: it's true that's it's true. true socialism does not work without the papacy the, okay no no
2: no Phil I have a question does, oh, that's the, so prophet, does the, the Puritan buckle hat does that count into the uh, into the big it, hat theory the big of hat socialism theory. Now that's I would
3: say yeah it, it I would say it factors into the big hat theory of socialism
2: okay all right we're good the Protestants can be socialists
3: we, we have relevancy again guys don't worry <laughs>
1: you know like <laughs> yeah, whenever I, uh... like whenever whenever I see those like really paranoid boomers like, Larping it up and like being like, you know, oh my god, the, the 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 gay communists are infiltrating the church because Francis and like we're gonna have like the red flags and the tanks in St. Peter's Square, really soon, you guys. I'm like, I wish that that was the case. <laughs> Don't tempt me gentlemen. with a
3: good time, guys.
1: Yeah. Yes, <laughs> I wish that Pope Francis that, was a uh, communist.
2: So basically, what what Church militant this
1: Yeah, dude. Church militant is like giving me like such an idealized version of reality
4: oh, that man. like
1: I, I can't I I can't even hate them because like that is what I want I I want the red stars and the tanks in <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my god you're going full fucking like Catholic tanking Jesus Christ. So where do you- where do you keep
3: your Unchonka? Instead of the the Popemobile, he's- he goes around (laughs) and in a
4: tank. Jesus. He's waving people from a Soviet tank.
1: God, Reiki is gonna like this episode. He just has-
3: he just has, uh, like- he has like water cannons filled with consecrated wine. I'm uh, I'm
0: imagining the Tiananmen <laughs> Square photo, but it's oh, it's God. Michael Voris of, of Pope Francis. You <laughs> 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 gotta
1: give we gotta give the Pope some tanks, you guys. That's like. <laughs> So long. I, I do all think right. that's
0: that's what's going on. That's the problem yeah. with Catholicism right now is that the the Vatican doesn't have enough tanks. Yeah. Not enough tanks. Yeah,
1: spe- special announcement to uh, all the uh, boomers who follow a church militant who may or may not be tuning <laughs> tuning into this podcast. It was not, in fact, Pope Francis who were, who was uh, bringing in the gay communists. It is uh, It is me. I am currently running a very secret operation to bring some gay communists, many thousands of gay communists, into the church. We are all very subtle about it, but uh, we are there and we are outnumbering you. I'm getting paid a hey. thirty dollars an hour by the Holy See to do this, so. Hey, Peter. Just so you know.
3: <laughs> hey, Peter. They're bringing gay communists into the church, Peter.
1: <laughs> so, so just so, so so just so just. Oh, fuck. So just so you all know, church militant boomers, it is not Pope Francis. Mm. It is me. This is real. And I am the one doing it.
0: (laughs) This is not parody. Finch is 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 stating she is doing a communist coup in in the Catholic Church a gay oh. communist coup
4: yes
3: every wafer you look at is laced with lsd oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're now, not the so, so,
1: so. Now, you're giving away I'm... phase 2 don't don't give away phase, phase 2
3: <laughs> now
0: i'm picturing like the the yeltsin uh, like crashing a tank through like into the the russian parliament but it's you like entering the vatican <laughs> <laughs> on a tank <laughs> <laughs> like i'm the pope now
1: i'm the pope now. <laughs> guys it's time for a girl boss pope, and it's gonna be me
3: yeah second lady pope second lady second pope. lady
1: pope <laughs> i don't know what would, what would my pope name be i don't know maybe like what would my name pope joan the second there we go pope joan the second
3: joan
0: the second there you go
1: there.
2: <laughs>
0: very good
1: very good uh, design what would your
2: pope name be
0: would my pope name be i kind of feel lame saying francis but i really like francis of assisi so i feel like i would choose francis
1: Honestly, I, I would not condemn you. For, I I love yeah. the name Francis. I love Francis of, of a CC Brought me back to the faith so many times, and I and like yeah, visiting his tomb was one of the most spiritual experiences I've ever had.
0: Oh, you've been to his, oh you visited? His yeah. tomb? nice. Oh yeah, I went. I went to amazing.
1: Assisi. Assisi is so beautiful. You guys, I highly recommend. Oh wow. Yeah, I nothing went,
3: says Catholicism like like visiting dead body.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
3: It, oh, well, nothing does. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Oh no, I can tell you about all the dead bodies I visited. Certainly. I
3: would um, like to visit a few dead bodies myself one of these yeah. days.
1: I I want to I...
3: go to like uh, like Bone
0: Chapel or some of those like really crazy oh, Catholic. Yeah. Like same. like I, let me let me find a picture to send to the chat of like the yeah. stuff I'm thinking of so that yeah. the other you know what I'm talking about.
1: Yeah. It's amazing. Uh, did, I, did I tell you guys I did see Pope Francis in Rome?
0: No, you did not.
1: Yeah, no. no. So it, this was the same trip because, like, you know, it was after I graduated and I'd always wanted to go to Italy. And because, like, you know, Rome, Vatican, blah, blah, blah. And uh, we were there at a time he was giving, uh, you know, one of his, you know, homilies and, like, going around, you know, because he does. he's a very, he, he's a, Pope Francis is a man of the people. He loves to connect with the faithful. So this was one of the time he was, you know, what, what is it? He was giving, you know, one of the, and it's, it's the name is escaping me of it at the time because, like, I'm under one, I'm a very shitty Catholic, but he was giving one of, you know, his sermons, which was a very beautiful sermon from what I remember, and, you know, the Swiss Guard were all there and stuff like that, and my parents and I were in St. Peter's Square, and St. Peter's Square is my favorite, like, Vatican City is probably my favorite place on the planet. If I could live in really? Vatican City, I would, yes. Absolutely, that's awesome. I love being in Vatican City. There's such a, and like it's really sad because that's not the case for Catholics. But there was such like a lot of Catholics, and like you know, queer Catholics and stuff like that. But for me, there was such a sense of belonging at Vatican City that if I could live there, I would.
4: That's awesome. I, I just
1: love it there. And so he was, you know, giving a sermon and or a homily, and. The Swiss Guard were, like, setting up, and they had, like, the whole path set up, and he came around his Popemobile, and I actually did take a picture of him while he was driving driving by, but he came around, he was waving to people. I was, like, only, like, a meter from him, I think, oh, at wow. one point. And, like, you know, my parents were totally stunned, because, you That's know, okay. I had pushed my way through the crowd to see the Pope, because Francis, you know has been such a spiritual beacon for me like like a spiritual father for me um and and my my mother was like i cannot believe it i was you were here you were here one second and then the next you're nearly jumping into the pope's arms i can't i can't believe it
0: um. Here's here's yeah. a here's a picture of the of the Sedlec ossuary in the Czech God. Republic that I was. Oh my God! What is it?
3: What is it with you Catholics of your obsession with corpses? Oh my
0: God! Oh, this God. is horror. I know, I this love is it. much more intense than just an obsession with a corpse.
1: Oh yeah. Oh,
3: look at all the look at all the
1: human know, spines. Like, yeah. Uh, I would. I would. Honestly, say so. I wonder. I mean, if, Like, I honestly wonder if my Catholic upbringing is like the reason I'm not so squeamish around like dead bodies to be honest oh, with you. Oh, that,
0: that might be the case.
1: I mean, like, you know, I, I've told this story before, but I don't know if I've told it on the podcast. Is Like, I was talking to my my Lutheran, my very devoutly Lutheran roommate about St. Valentine mm. because she wanted to know, you know, or like, because I, I just brought up the fun fact because it was like on, on Valentine's Day and she was like, oh, wow, this is really cool. I'd never heard this before. And I was like, yeah, by the way, we have his head in Rome. And she was like, what? What? <laughs>
3: I'm sure the Franciscans use it for bowling practice. Yeah, I was, I was briefly
0: looking at, at our Catholicism on red. Don't recommend doing that. Yeah. Um, A lot of trad cats. Yeah. But though there was this, there so was somebody was asking about like the resurrection and whether or not, like if you get cremated, whether or not you'll be able to be resurrected. Um and the funniest argument for why it was not a big deal if somebody was cremated that somebody gave was they were like, well I don't know there's a lot of saints with like different parts of their body and all over Europe and I know that they're gonna come back together at the after the resurrection so,
2: like Voltron oh but oh (laughs) boy.
1: Oh, bad. so oh, i mean it's probably See, fine it's, seeing how most of my family members opted for cremation that might be a problem for us if that is <laughs> I, <laughs> I,
3: every so, grain of dust will like reassemble well, i yeah, have a what, really like, hard god. time
0: not believing that like god could just like put someone back together who is cremated it seems kind oh, yeah. of like a silly I mean, thing to say is out of his power i
4: don't know
1: i I mean, like, we're we'll, let's, let's, let's think about it here. Uh, God is a being, or, you know, like, is, he exists outside of time. You know, like, 14 billion years that this universe has existed is probably just, like, a blink of an eye to him. You know? yeah, you know, he controls everything. Well, I mean, like, he has created everything that we see and cannot see. So, like, and, like, you know, like, uh, uh, like, like a billion years, fourteen billion years, seven days to him, you know. Mm-hmm. If we're if we're going by by Genesis, so like,
4: right?
1: Like, it would be almost. I think, and like, I, I I think I've said this before on Twitter, but like, I think it is almost blasphemous to you know undermine like what God can do in that sort of in, in that yeah. way. Like, oh well, God can't do this. Sense. God can't do that because He is an omnipotent, right. omniscient. You know, he has been around long before time de- began. He is going to be there all- for an eternity after time ends. I mean, yeah. Right. Man, you guys like,
3: have all this like structure and <laughs> and, and the theology, and 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 I just most of the time, my, my, me connecting with God is like crying on my floor at three AM and being like, "But I don't want to be a sausage man," and just. <laughs>
1: I, like, there's, <laughs> well,
3: there's a lot of that also.
1: Mm. Yeah, but uh, I, I don't, but know, I don't I
3: like. I, but I don't want to die, Daddy.
1: Yeah, but mm. I, Phil, I don't blame you. Like this was a huge part of my like existential crisis, and I'm, um, in. Oh boy. college, I, which was. I, like... I think
3: you have to have to be mm-hmm. to be a good Christian. You have to have at least one dark night of the soul.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
3: Even if you're not Catholic, you have to have you have to have one extended period of like self-grievance mm-hmm. and being like, everything is meaningless. I hate myself.
2: Yeah. Wait, and were we we're we're supposed to have one?
1: I am. I feel like- that's Wait, why... you guys had one? Hey, Peter. <laughs> hey, Peter.
3: Yeah. I have one of those every night, Peter.
1: This, this bit can't last a
4: whole episode,
3: Phil. <laughs> hey, Peter. This bit can't last an whole episode, Peter.
1: Oh, oh God. Oh, uh... God. God, I really hope I'm making sense to you guys and I'm not, like, no, embarrassing you're making, myself. You're
2: making no, yes, you, you are making <sighs> no. sense, yeah. But,
1: yeah. I mean, We're just during, being
2: obnoxious. Yeah.
1: So, <laughs> during Finch's spiritual journey, since we're going into that tragic backstory... Um, Otherwise, yeah. it would
3: make me depressed. I
1: would, yeah. A lot of the reason... Or, like, a big theme that came up while I was questioning God was the vastness of the universe and time, right? And, like, that mm. is sort of why I kind of started... And I, I'm not saying, I don't I don't think I should say empathize or sympathize, but I was like, okay, so maybe young Earth creationists are like this because they want a timeline where things are more tangible or more comprehensible to them. Right. You know, like the Earth being 6,000 years old is a lot more tangible than the Earth being like, you know, 14 billion years old. Mm-hmm. But to me, as I thought about it, and I thought of the greater, spec, like, you know, we have 14 billion years of stars and planets being created and exp- and the universe expanding and then we have earth and we have you know these uh the amino acids pouring into the uh, uh oceans and we have you know um plankton and uh advanced bacteria and that turns into you know the the cambrian explosion and then like things coming onto land and then evolution all that and stuff like that and I, I i thought about that a lot and to me that was the bi- like the most awe-inspiring evidence of a divine creator that I yeah. could, you know, come across. Because you have a being like God who can do all this, who exists so far outside of time, and, like, can make these things that, like, even on the microcosmic level are so perfect, are so... Mm. In con- like, so connected with one another, mm. make this functioning ecosystem that is so perfect in the way it operates. Like, if you see that, like, that is such, to me, such strong evidence of a divine creator that is so ageless and so mm. incomprehensible to understand that. I don't know, it just really strengthened my faith in that way, if that makes yeah. sense.
3: Yeah, that makes sense. No, I I don't have anything stupid to say, so <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Yeah. And I, I actually mean like,
1: like do. and honestly, that's why I strongly believe like that's why I strongly reject young earth creationism, is because yeah. I think like the earth like the idea of the earth being six thousand years old undersells what God is. Well they're also like what... yeah. huge
3: they're also yeah. huge weenies who think gay people <laughs> are
1: weird. Well that's that's true, Phil, but that's like <laughs> But like I mean philosophically that really I think I will
3: say like all all four of us should get together and and like just go to the Young Earth Creationist Museum. Oh my god.
1: Oh my
0: god. Oh, I've I've been there.
4: <laughs>
2: oh yes, yes you have.
4: Josiah.
0: Yeah. yeah. Not to not to plug my other podcast <laughs> but there is a whole Not we did so a whole bad. episode about uh ken ham with the guys from shitty christians and one of the one chunk of that episode is a half hour of me walking everybody through like a
2: a an audio tour of the creation museum and it's very or funny J- josiah <laughs> would oh, wow. you be down to go again to go visit the Creation Museum? we would all have to, to go. go again
3: it's gotta be mam- man. To go it's again. a mammonberg field trip
1: <laughs> no, I would be down to go. I don't I don't know where this place is, but I would definitely I, go I it's in the
3: south. I Peter, um, What if we kissed at the young Earth Creationist Museum? <laughs> <6 a. laughs> oh. I Peter, That's, that's
2: a time of an episode, right there. Yeah. <laughs>
4: So, hey
3: Peter, what if we kissed at the Young Earth
4: Creationist Museum? It's
2: like it's
0: like the the scene where people rail against the Fault in Our Stars, where they kiss in the Holocaust
3: Museum. It's like oh. that the Creation Museum. <laughs> There's nothing I, I, like I, millions of dead people that makes me want to make out. I, with I wonder my like lover. how
1: I wonder how uncomfortable Shailene Woodley and Ansel El- Elgort. Oh, I don't know if Ansel Elgort would because he's so morally degenerate. But I wonder how like uncomfortable. Yeah, Woodley... Like, like, like a Shailene little. Woodley...
3: He's a he's pedophile,
1: a li- but he's um, a little
2: this- disgusting man. Wait, what? What? I this is a new. What he is? I had no yes. idea.
1: he was like like as soon as soon as his fame rose with Divergent, the man was DMing underage girls. Oh what? God! Yes. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, that was like that was a thing uh, that came out uh, last year. Very like, bad. Yeah, but from what I understand, Shaylee and Lily is like she's pretty cool.
3: Well, this uh, explains why uh, the gold the adaptation of the Goldfinch was so bad.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But I'm just- I'm just wondering how she must have felt when, like, the director is like, Okay, so you're in- (laughs) So you're in a museum dying of cancer with this guy who, like, um... And you've just come come down from the basement where this the, this family has been hiding for their lives being genocide and genocided, and now I want you to kiss him. I want you to kiss Jesus this Christ. pedophile. Just like the lake. deep
3: throat him. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like
1: <laughs> And I just, and like uh, Shailene, your, I love your you. Your tongue has to listening. scrape
3: his uvula. Is what yeah. I'm saying.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And Jesus yeah.
3: Christ.
1: Oh, God, yeah. No, uh, oh. but Shailene, I love her. She's a great actress, but I just cannot, like, I cannot imagine what sort of discomfort she would have gone through filming that scene. Uh, especially, oh. like, like, imagine having to kiss a pedophile in a Holocaust museum.
4: The worst.
1: Jesus <laughs> Christ.
4: <laughs>
3: Speaking of nasty sexual crap... Mm-hmm. Let's get into another topic about na- n- nasty sex pests, mm-hmm.
4: should, um, and, well, I, and we, I'm and we, I'm uh, not talking
3: we, about Vosh this time. <laughs> should
2: we Should we take a break for uh, before we go? Yeah, into- we,
3: could, yes. we could do a
2: music
0: music break. I don't know if we're going to have much to say about Cuomo. Part of it is mm-hmm. because this news just dropped. So I don't really, I will peruse the details and it's huh. pretty much exactly what yeah. it sounds like. New, new <laughs> Cuomo sexual
3: misconduct dropped.
0: Yeah. It, yeah. He yeah, had an I aide mean. and he, he asked the aide, you know, have you ever been with an older man? And would you like to try?
3: Oh,
1: why are these New York senators always so like sleazy like that? I don't know. I don't anything.
3: know. You give a guy an ounce of power, and he wants—he just wants a young blood to yeah. just jerk him off. I mean, just...
2: this isn't—this isn't that—that. This isn't that, to be fair, this isn't that new for like New York. It, like New York has that sk- scuzzy uh, political machine.
3: Yeah, just you guys have—you guys have a long machine. history of like sex nasty people.
1: Man, it it just—it just—it just I, mean, I think you could prove. Because I know that Cuomo would absolutely shove Ned Lamont in a la- locker. I mean,
3: for, for us New Jerseyans, it's mm. largely just like fat guys who close down
2: bridges.
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I think you mean Roman senators, Roman emperors <laughs> who close down bridges.
3: Oh yeah, he, I mean he he is he is robust enough to be Nero.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I am, I am gonna complain about Cuomo and his fucking response to the corona I'm putting that in
3: by the way I have to have to put that in
1: cuz Jacqueline, you remember this in 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 fucking march when i was like wow you know guys us us members of the tri-state area are really working together most because of nine eleven, and now like nobody's coordinating over yeah, anything I, and they're just letting it happen
2: i remember distinctly that i was talking to you about it and i said like you, you were talking about like oh yeah we we might have to probably you know go into another lockdown and uh hmm. it, i was thinking because of that you know cases were spiky at that point mm-hmm. i thought oh yeah we're gonna have to go through another lockdown again we're gonna have to you know restrictions you're gonna have to you know go back in again that's just what you have to do and because new york is new york all the other the other two yeah. members of the tri-state will they follow the lead of new york and then like we said that and we talked like yeah it's probably gonna happen like I had oh. doubts that it was going to happen thanks for Thanksgiving, but I I think I I distinctly remember saying that it was going to happen hmm. either like around before Christmas, and nothing happened.
1: Yeah, that was that was shocking to me. Honestly, <laughs> it was because I know that Ned, you know, and that's what I'm gonna fucking call him Ned. It was like being like, you know, well, you know, I really I think this is a good idea, and you know what, I'm gonna like talk to Cuomo and Murphy about it, and we're, we'll 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 come up with an idea. Blah blah blah. And like you know that that is important too, because like you know beside the stereotypes, beside Connecticut is very much a suburb of New York City. So we have the rail line, and we have this you know the very extensive rail line that goes from New York to Boston that goes like through Hartford. So you could see on the map that cases were spiking wherever that rail line touched. Uh. Yeah. so
2: you would you would assume that it would make sense to put in stricter to put in to reinstate the cover restrictions that you had before to make sure that you can get this under control because it was spiking yeah. but yeah, my that, freedoms that no radical, but my freedoms
1: yeah like, like i am like 98 sure that it was like ned being like he was called he called up kuama and he's like Andy, Andy, Andy I, 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 think we should maybe like lock down again, and like, and like
2: Cuomo was like, so yeah, Fuck yeah, off, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, leave me alone, stop calling me. Who are you again?
1: Yeah,
2: are you what? Are you one, are you one yeah. of the broads that I was talking to earlier? <laughs> Look, I told you, I'm gonna give you fifty so you can shut up about yeah. it. I'm sorry. I didn't know that the oh. PC culture yeah. said that having a, a broad had a nice rack was yeah. cancelable. Now I'm sorry. Yeah.
1: Uh, the broads, <laughs> Phil. Um, uh, Phil, just a disclaimer before I ask this question, because I love New Jersey. Okay, I, I mean, like there was a thing on Twitter that says that like, Connecticut and New Jersey have a rivalry for New York's affection. I mean, or whatever. we are
3: we are the cesspool. But, <laughs>
1: yes, you you are the cess. I still love New Jersey. You guys made My Chemical Romance, which like saved my life. But I
3: will tell you that like nine out of ten people in the film industry originate New Jersey, and I have no yeah. idea why.
1: Yeah, I. <laughs> I had something that I was going to
3: say, but
2: it's not nice.
3: Everybody like like you look up Michael B. Jordan, and I was like, he was born elsewhere, but he lived a majority of his young life in New Jersey. And I was like, what's going on? Why are so many people have like so many famous people just have lived in New Jersey at one point? What is with us? What are we?
1: No, but but but, you know, backstory. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) but no. As I was saying, love New Jersey. Love how you guys come to our aid whenever we're bullying New York. Sorry, Jackal. But um
3: Oh yeah, bullying New York is our favorite yeah. pastime. Are you kidding yeah.
1: me? That's At least we're not tri- New Jersey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's just the tri-state is just Connecticut and 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 New Jersey bullying New York for being free- a bunch of freeloaders. I mean, okay. Uh, and, and it's a bullying credits.
2: if they're just like poking you with a stick and you don't notice
1: it. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. This is like the same thing in New England where everybody hates Massachusetts.
0: I, uh, I really love being the Midwesterner on this podcast because yeah. I got yeah. no <laughs> stake in any of this.
1: Yeah. But, <laughs> no, we
0: bring
4: up... Oh, but look, I ga- okay. I gotta,
1: Phil, I got to ask you how look. New Jersey accomplished this by getting 51,000 cases in one day <laughs> and then never getting that again.
2: Is it in your Italian that's heritage it. that that's why?
3: I mean... I mean, the the old Italian practice of coughing directly into another man's mouth uh, (laughs) might have had something to do with it. You know, the the
0: French kind of, like, kiss thing. It's like that, except Italians just cough at each other. I'll say (laughs) this.
3: I will say this about New Jersey. The reason maybe that uh, things were going a little bit good for a while was probably because the average New Jerseyan is so self-interested that they don't want to (laughs) die. Like knowing full well that they will go to hell so
2: now why can't you guys demonstrate that when you're driving
3: because <laughs> you have to you have to make people suffer as much as possible
2: but why do you come to the city well, to do it
3: the the mindset
0: is like you know if you're going to hell you want to drag someone else down with you
1: mm.
2: <laughs> but you live in new jersey already
1: like in, in connecticut because wow. so none of these fuckers will ever talk to you ever they're Jesus. just, like, doing their own thing. Uh, Connecticut's Italian culture is very interesting, especially mm. since it is located very much towards the western part of the state. So, yeah. like, you go to New Haven, right? Everybody knows New Haven for Yale. But, like, you have these these fucking wops just like running these pizza parlors everywhere going hey you want you, you want to have the best thing you ever fucking had let's take, let's take this clam pizza <laughs> a clam pizza yeah man
3: you guys don't know how to do pizza. I'm sorry. Oh
1: no! no, no listen, listen. That was just a mistake. Okay, we, we 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 perfected lobster roll, and we have the we have good pizza. All right. Listen we to me. Phil. Lobster but that doesn't mean you're supposed you got, to
4: put it on the pizza. pizza. It's just there
1: was a little bit there was a little bit of a mistake in Haven. In, I mean New in,
3: Jersey's the pizza capital of the world. Uh, well, I would disagree that's with that's that.
1: That's debatable. I think New Haven is the pizza capital of the world. But like Brooklyn is the pizza stuff. capital we of got, the world. We got I will a little bit of a, yeah. Oh. We got a little yeah, we got a little bit of a mistake at <laughs> hey, pizza where they were Duh. like They were like Chicago
0: <laughs> is the pizza capital.
2: <laughs> shut,
1: <laughs> up. shut up. Shut up. Shut up. That you I
2: you shut Josiah. up. That is I can't believe that the lasagna with crust that, that's a meal. A single slice of a meal. yeah, uh, that
4: slices, a that's meal. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: that's pizza. <laughs> yeah, like, like, that's, I, like, like I like, can't said, I, disrespect the pizza parlor. Like, 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 I, I,
0: like I said, I said this on Twitter you, uh, like a couple months ago, and I stand by it. The only reason New Yorkers don't want deep dish to count as a pizza is because they know it wins if it counts. It doesn't be, you
2: know what? No, it Stay would not be. It is Illinois a, it, boy it is a, it inherently it is, a, it is a it is a no. ba- it is an inherently if it was a pizza, it would I would prefer to eat clam pizza yeah. over deep dish pizza.
1: Listen, That's listen. Absurd. It is we are locked out of this, in
2: this Illinois
4: boy.
1: We are locked in the the the, the tri-state is locked in an eternal battle between who has the best pizza and they But just, we could we all agree. We don't have, we
2: have we, we could all agree. Deep dish okay. is not pizza.
1: You know what, like, this is a thing I saw in Cheshire about Connecticut pizza, or for New Haven pizza now, because, like, Cheshire, New Haven, are, is that they have, like, red pizzas and white pizzas, so you have, like, buffalo chicken pizza and clam pizza is the white pizzas, and then, yeah, like, red yeah. pizza is, like, the mushroom and, like, pepperoni and all the traditional pizza, right. and I... I I think that's a way. That's a bit of a way of damage control. But like, it also, you know, it makes a little bit of sense. You know, I think like buffalo chicken or or buffalo chicken pizza is pretty good. You know, it's
2: pretty good. Yeah, I had had a slice (laughs) before. It was. uh...
1: I have never tried clam pizza, but maybe that'll be like another episode on the podcast when I. I can
2: see it tasting good. I think like like... it could. Got it. I think it would be. It would depend on who's making it. I think.
1: I mean, like I don't know, guys. It's like. We're in a bit of a culture clash here because, like, Connecticut has a very big love of seafood, and we have a very big love of pizza, so that was just bound to happen.
0: Yeah, That was bound to happen. True. Yeah. I okay, think. True. Uh, I think next next Saturday when we record, I'm going to buy a deep dish pizza, and I'll just be like <laughs> no. choking on cheese. while you're there, gonna buy so a cake. Just... <laughs>
4: you're gonna You're gonna buy a lasagna with crust. Okay.
0: One thing I love about this like my favorite way I've ever ag- aggravated Jackal is because we started arguing about whether what counts as a pizza because he's on about the whole deep dish not counting as a pizza so i doubled down right. and i sent him a ravioli with marinara sauce on it and said this is a pizza <laughs> I,
4: I
1: remember that, that. you mean and that and that, you that horrifying <laughs> image Josiah, that you, you that
2: you sent to to i should sue you for that i yeah. should sue you for that Mo- mozzarella
1: sticks with describe, marinara words cannot describe how angry you made me in that
0: a I think that cat is a hate grilled grilled crime. cheese with tomato soup is a pizza. <laughs> Terrible.
1: Yeah, this is what you get for sharing like a podcast with three tri-staters. Because like we're this very is, protective. I,
4: I.
0: I'm gonna get like really good at pissing off East Coasters. Yeah. That's like my goal now.
3: Just mention, <laughs> just mention the pizza debate and uh, call yourself a. Quim- oh no! A I, I learned that. good.
2: <laughs> mm. Just, just I, I, speaking, I, I yeah. I was in the Midwest and there was a yeah. pizzeria. And it called itself New York Pizza. It called oh, itself yeah. that. It described itself as your Pizza. When you go <laughs> inside, there's pictures of there's screeching. It is like the pictures of the pizzeria are pictures are they're the generic shots of New York City. And oh, also for yeah. some reason, pictures from from The Godfather. I don't know why. But, for sure. But when I went inside, and I I asked for you know a slice because it was also cheap, and. They lied. It's not New York pizza. Whatever that thing was, the cardboard with with that cardboard with marinara sauce with cheese on it was not pizza. That was whatever you whatever Midwesterners are doing. Stop. Stick to your own thing. Leave the pizza alone.
1: This is literally the same problem I had in Memphis, actually. Mm. I went to Memphis, Tennessee, right? Because like my dad was a big Elvis fan. So he went to, uh, you know, Graceland, which was cool. But that's beside the point. So we went to this place. Yeah, Memphis is amazing. Memphis yeah. was great. I, met, I love Memphis. But we went to this place. It was like, we have ribs, and we also have authentic New York-style Italian.
4: Oh, my God. <laughs> so
1: I was like, you know, as a naive child of, you know, a, a, a Bonnie lass of 12. No. I was like, oh, authentic New York-style Italian, I'll try some spaghetti and meatballs. And it was probably the worst thing I've ever had in my life. <laughs>
4: that oh. sounds about right.
1: From then on, I just ate southern-style barbecue for the entire well, yeah. time. I was still,
0: that's like, probably You, sh- you should best. be eating in Memphis anyway, because that's, yeah. that's amazing. It's great But
1: it was... Yes, but it was... it was. I, it was I a... do
0: agree. The Midwest has a habit of um, just kind of pointing at things and saying, like, yeah, this is from New York. <laughs> Like, uh I love it there's a deli in Des Moines that I do love but it, it is like uh called Manhattan deli and it's not Manhattan I don't know why oh, it's a good deli is that the some... one where it's I mean, like... like the the chili with
2: the, with the no, um, no, no, with no the no, unmelted yeah. cheese on top?
0: No,
3: no, you no, guys are I just a bunch of liars in the Midwest. You're just a bunch yeah, of yeah, we, lying well, bastards. Like, as, it, as, as I mentioned, Midwest
0: has no culture, and so the only way to provide things with culture is by saying that, oh, this is exotic. It's from the East Coast, and uh, it's just no, like no, a jazz I will, pizza. I will say Man, that the Midwest of culture,
1: does have like, culture. Pathetic. <laughs> I mean, you guys did fight for the right side in the Civil War, so you got that. True. I
2: did you got that. that. Yeah. Uh. Personally, I did do that. Just I personally
0: fought in the Union. I did fight. I did fight for the Union in the Civil War. Yes, personally. Damn,
1: you got you personally, got the really you got the yeah. nice
0: uniform. Yeah. Uh, oh, we we're also really terrible about COVID over here. So there's that. There's also mm-hmm. that.
3: Oh, I mean, uh, obviously, you have adopted the the old Italian adage of coughing directly into other people's mouths. Oh and...
0: yeah, because you guys were talking about how you guys shut down uh, at yeah. one point. We never did that.
3: I mean I shut oh. down almost every night but you know well yeah. I see
0: But that's oh, a separate issue. Yeah. I got to find a picture to send you guys. One second. You it'll you'll love this. This All right. is so All right.
4: All
3: right. We're going we're going it, for it, fellas.
1: Speaking speaking of state culture where I am in, in is that, Connecticut is oh my god recent
3: recent
0: increase in cases of COVID
1: Ooh. and it's a oh, nice boy. red right,
0: section let's look at this. That is Holy
2: perfect! Shit. Oh my god!
0: <laughs> oh, my that's god. Oh. Good oh my god! There's just the entire state of Iowa is red. <laughs> yeah.
4: I, th- I think Everywhere you got
3: you got a bit of a pro- uh, bit of a problem there. Uh,
4: okay, uh, you, I, is it how I, the I,
2: I uh, this is. I think that in, in the in the medical field, you call this not good.
1: Mm. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, 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 I agree.
2: I
3: diagnose you with bad.
4: Mm.
0: Uh, I don't know why I, I, this didn't help selling on why the Midwest is cool at all, and I just kind of saying bad things about it. But. Can you, I, you, have,
1: you gotta advertise just... this to me. You guys have Josiah, low because, like, I
4: yeah,
1: it. like literally, literally, I'm going to the Midwest next semester to spend oh. time in, in Michigan. So you got to like, you gotta sell me this Michigan's more. Okay.
3: The only good thing about the Midwest is that every three miles there'll be a sign sponsored by like puritanical christians that says you are going to hell repent and it's always next to a cornfield
0: oh yeah (laughs) outside of outside of uh like driving into the town that my college is in there's like a bunch of signs up that are like prepare to meet your
2: maker
1: prepare to meet Jesus yeah um... they're
2: also for some reason there's like a sex shop like like three miles by by the side yes show.
0: oh yeah they they go yeah the sex shop that's like right below a pro-life ad that's definitely like a midwest aesthetic thing
1: wow <laughs>
2: is that is that midwest Gothic
3: I'll tell yeah. you what the New <laughs> Jersey equivalent is the New Jersey equivalent is a triangle of bra of like like sex shops. And, like, strip clubs that form a triangle on the same exit to the highway.
2: Yeah, I can imagine uh, that uh, would I, be I, I mean, the, con-
1: the Connecticut, the, the Connecticut w- rum equivalent to that is your, uh, the, a billboard saying, Your wife is hot. Cool her off. F- Fairfield <laughs> Pool is here to help.
2: Oh! <laughs> oh. Is the and- billboard flirting with my wife? So how are we
3: going to tie this whole section I back to just uh
0: start beating the shit out of this billboard. Like,
3: you <laughs> say? Conne-
1: Connecticut, Connecticut uh, where I am in Connecticut, it is a very strange, nightmarish hybrid between New York tri-state metropolitan culture mm-hmm. and New yeah, England yeah. culture. In a way, I just cannot describe to Who wants it to you? chowder? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, no, Phil just described it perfectly.
0: Oh my god.
2: I, I could, I mean, I could just describe New York for, like, because there's there's everything around here, so there's, you yeah. can, you will have you will have a church and then a sex shop and then, like, a hipster coffee shop in, like, the same vicinity. Oh, for
1: Jackal, sure. Jackal, mark my words, when this pandemic is over, we will meet and you will bring me to your favorite bodega.
3: Yeah. And it's gotta, it's gotta be the Andrew Yang bodega. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, The not bodega uh, bodega. And I I will buy you beer. I think Illegally.
0: we really tackled the uh, the Cuomo sexual abuse scam. I mean, there's uh, there's
3: not much to say about Cuomo other than Cuomo bad. Me me yeah, no liking. I mean, yeah. uh,
2: also, just Apologies sucks. for for if the uh, the audio is bad here. My headphones died, so I'm I'm. No, I'm it's using it is quickly.
3: what it is. Dude, no it, it's,
1: it's fine. I'm still waiting for my microphone to come in. So.
3: Oh look at me and Josiah being fancy yeah, boys. Professional
2: actual microphones. microphones. But uh, yeah. I lick
3: mine every night before I go to sleep.
2: Brief comment is uh, on on uh, I mean, there's not. It doesn't surprise me because I mean, about um about Cuomo, this is not surprising about about him that this like the, it, I would be more surprised if there wasn't something like this. I think that uh that I I. I can hope that you know there would be actual actions to go through actual consequences for him but I'm not sure that there will be
4: no, though you know think so. I think
2: I think that him with the the nursing home uh thing I think that there there's actually a good chance that there might be consequences for that so I think that that has mm-hmm. more of a chance of doing something rather than this unfortunately yeah um yeah. also I think um,
3: I think we're beyond consequences for political officials for anything I'm I'm sorry
2: yeah. And I, think, I think the fact that, like, <laughs> I, think that, I think that Cuomo has just, just completely screwed the pooch so badly that now the FBI is stepping in to investigate that mm. I, I think that it's not looking too great for him. No. Um, the I, the I,
3: Federal I think... Bureau of Incels?
2: The only the only justice forward
0: in taking care of, I think, politicians will probably be pipe bombs. Uh, parody, parody, parody. But oh <laughs> <No>! my god! <laughs> I
1: mean, I'm not parody, I'm not going to say I, I Josiah's
3: don't... the Unabomber.
1: I'm not going to say parody. I don't disagree with you, but I, I.
0: Which is also a parody joke that Finch just made. Ha ha
2: ha ha ha. Hey, hey FBI. Uh, it's the white people that are talking about this, not me. Please don't shoot <laughs>
1: Yes. Yes. We are all white except for J- J- Jackal. Wait, could
2: I go I- incognito? Could I say that I'm white?
1: Yeah, you could. <laughs> Dude, <gasps> you're hey, like one of those uh, reporters that like went into the South that like said they were white, but they were actually like. Have you white ever heard person. that story? That's a really, hey, that's a real, yes cool, that's a really cool story, actually.
0: Hello, hello, my white friends. How you all? Doing? Being hello like... my
2: fellow white people how do you do i would also enjoy a nice mayonnaise sandwich and lo- watch the hippie, hippie, hippie rapidy videos with yeah. you guys those <laughs> are yeah. white
1: people. you know They're i so like funny. yeah you know what's pretty crazy in thinking of that is that i learned about that in school which like i know a lot of american mayonnaise school sandwiches? systems yeah well, no, not mayonnaise sandwiches, like, yeah, like I you know, like, I, I'm not going to say the, you know, in politically correct term, but like, you know, like uh, reporters who were like, you know, um, mixed race who went down into the South and like could claim whiteness and, and did mm. that to report yeah, on like the segregation uh... and the brutality happening. Yeah, there. Yeah. I did learn about that in school and that reminded me of how absolutely bonkers Connecticut or like at least where I was, my school mm. system was because... From what I remember, we had multiple units in multiple years in like both hit social studies and English that extensively, and I mean very extensively, covered segregation and systemic oh, wow. racism in the. Wow. Yeah. Nice. I mean um, think that, that
2: that good on the that's um, impressive. Good on the yeah. school, uh, no, no. I guess that would be the, the school board or or the people that are charged for making
4: the curriculum. I, yeah. Yeah, like
1: like we had it really good, and I mean like Connecticut as you guys probably know is has always been at the top or like you know it's mm-hmm. either one or two position we always are competing with massachusetts for it of the best school system in the country but yeah. the monkey's paw scenario of that was that i specifically remember a singular event that took uh. place when i was in kindergarten okay oh, so gosh. that was like what, oh no. 2002 2000 hang on let me just look this up so i can be sure Okay, June fifth, two thousand four. Oh, you have a date? Oh, oh yes, boy. I have a date. Maybe June sixth. Uh, three weeks back uh, until the end of the uh, school year. Oh no. I see. I'm in kindergarten. Okay, and our teacher, my uh, my first grade teacher comes, or not, not even kindergarten. I think it was first grade. It was either first grade or kindergarten. I forget. The teacher yeah. comes in and goes, she goes. So something just happened and you're got you guys are going to learn about a very special person today. And we have a little book oh, no. um a little booklet oh. that you can color in about him.
2: I am so worried.
1: And so she, she, I so people go, "Who who is the uh, who's the person who died?" And he was like, "Well, he was a really great leader and oh, no. he did a lot for this country."
3: Oh god. Oh, and I go, no. "Oh, and
1: so we were like, "Who was it?" And like <laughs> so our teacher goes, Ronald Reagan No. (laughs) (laughs) So for one week Uh, we learned about Ronald Reagan and very vague Policies he backs that may or may not Have been good
0: And it was only until It's really cool because that was the first uh, That was the first uh, new guy in hell segment
4: (laughs) Exactly Hey
3: Hey mommy You wanna you you want to go down to the? I can't I can't do my Ronald Reagan voice right now. I just hate him so much. God, yeah. No, no,
4: uh, no. uh, uh, you know, like folks, they had him would with you the, like idea, the,
1: fo- the idea to go down.
3: He is he is the neoliberal de- devil. I'm yeah. sorry. Yes. He no. Is, he he, is he, he liked
1: riding on horses. I wish I had met him on horseback so I could have jousted him, and killed him.
2: <laughs> there's a um. <laughs> there's a. Did you uh um during Ronald Reagan's funeral they did the the backwards uh. Um, the saddle thing, saddle thing, yeah. the where they—I don't remember the. I'm not a horse guy, so I don't know the. the yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no.
1: I, I, the boots in the in the back of the saddle. It's like what you're supposed to do for fallen heroes. It's yeah. like a, the yeah. thing
2: is though. If you don't know about that, it's it, it it's disturbing. And I distinctly remember my dad telling me that he saw that, and that all he could think is that Ronald Reagan was riding backwards to hell.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I my, mean, uh... it, it was definitely propaganda. Definitely.
2: My, uh, my, uh, my,
0: a good, good friend of mine went to a college that has a Ronald Reagan museum.
4: Hmm. Could, oh, you know,
2: oh. Yeah. can, 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 can we like, get a Patriot go be that we could go mm-hmm. and like deface the, the Ronald museum? Reagan museum. Yeah. yeah. I'm down for that.
1: Yeah. Uh, man, now that I'm thinking about that, that, um, riderless horse with the backwards boots, I don't know. That makes me really mad. Um, hmm. Well, just, you know, as you know, as the listeners of the podcast probably know, I am a a horse girl. uh, As the resident horse girl. As the resident horse girl. But I just, I have a very big problem with the idea of weaponizing animals, both in, like, the literal sense of, like, you know, like a cop using a protester to run down, like, a horse. Because horses don't do that instinctually. They will swerve. You have to force them to do that. Ooh. So... God, yeah. No, so that was actually that is something that happened during the um, Black Lives Matter protests. That and a how, cop on
3: horseback trampled a protester uh, with the yes.
1: horse. Yeah, yes. Absolutely. And that is how. Oh God. My, yeah. My mom and I, and like I don't know, you can call me bougie or this or whatever, but like we've worked with horses all of our lives, and so we know that horses instinctually um, swerve at objects. Like they will not. They hmm. will. They will do whatever if you give them the rein they will do whatever they can to swerve mm. out of the way, way of objects or people especially people and like even mm. if a person is on the ground they will jump over the person so if Jesus. you're on a horse and a horse mm. runs down a person you are absolutely using a you are absolutely forcing that horse to do that and that is how i knew uh, that that Jesus. cop had run down that person intentionally
3: well everybody i think we can all agree that we here on the maimonberg podcast cops mm-hmm. bad
4: yeah. yeah, I wasn't I, sure I, how I
0: felt about them until this story,
3: and now i really, oh, I was really I was on the, the barbed fence. wire mm. fence, you know? Yeah,
1: yeah but that's what I I, I... I hate people weaponizing animals for violence, and I hate people weaponizing animals for propaganda. Yeah, absolutely, I Because, like, the animal doesn't know. You know, right, the animal right. is just trying to, like, do what you want it to and do. And
3: I specifically hate Ronald Reagan.
1: Oh, Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Course. Yeah, I think that uh, yeah. that
2: that I think that's a given that uh, mm-hmm. that for for all of us, Ronald Reagan is like, and he mm-hmm.
1: wasn't Ronald even Reagan that yesterday. good
3: of an actor. No,
1: that's bedtime funny. for Bozo or whatever. Bedtime for
3: Bonzo. What is it? Bonzo.
2: Bonzo. Oh, Bonzo, how you doing, Bonzo?
3: If if I if I somehow get suckered into hell, I'm gonna like the first thing I'm gonna do is track down Ronald Reagan and I'm just gonna look him straight in the eyes and be like, it's paytime, monkey boy.
2: Is it? It's that <laughs> meme of uh of how they, there was a meme going around. I think it was on, on Black Twitter of uh, of like your family member at a, at a funeral talking about you versus uh like you in hell, like screaming, "Where is Ronald Reagan?" Like uh, with doom <laughs> music going in the background. Yeah. Where
3: is Ronald
4: Reagan?
3: Yeah,
4: rip and tear until it is done.
0: God. Oh my god.
4: Uh,
2: but the, uh, yeah the uh, yeah the, we good old we Ronnie's on the, back in the,
4: some of, on the
2: original point but to to bring, to get back to the to the new York point um yeah, yeah Andrew yang uh has the possibility of being the, the mayor and I'm not happy about that
3: <laughs> you don't you don't want the yang gang yeah, the, the yang gang to be you, mayor? Guys, you no. guys have
1: some of the worst luck of mayors that <laughs> we I, have mayors. i, I like, ugly, like ugly, we ugly, like ugly, we are there like are no good mayors. Yeah, I mean he like is forty five minutes girl. from you guys, and we're just like s- staring at you in horror. Whenever, <laughs> I that
3: mean he bear. is the
2: political equivalent of Elon Musk. You know,
1: true. That's mm. so true, Phil.
2: I mean, I will give Yang this. He's not as bad as Musk, but that's a pretty low bar. Uh, yeah,
4: bar I mean, yeah.
3: I mean, once you kill a guy with uh, an experimental robotic vehicle like automated vehicle you know <laughs> because
4: I mean, you were like yang I just, just... That.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yang has not done that yet but he did say that bds was an anti-semitic uh, plot oh, oh my God. wait
4: what
2: uh, oh, yeah on his uh, campaign website there's uh um they talk about how bds uh um, and opposition to israel was is, uh anti-semitic
4: oh, oh no
0: it's really weird right now is when i google up lists of mayors of new york it's it's weird knowing that every single one of these people is in hell right now all of them (laughs)
2: except except the one there's i will say that one might be if we're talking about like since josiah you're basically uh, a catholic protestant um you're 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 anglo-catholic without the anglo yeah um that uh scott
0: Pro- <laughs> scottish scott, catholic, scottish
4: <laughs> catholic
2: <laughs> which is basically just presbyterian but you like the pope Presby
0: oh, yeah. Presbyterian.
4: Yeah. Well, who's, who's the who's the
0: who's the good mayor i wonder david
2: dinkins because like he at least mm. he's also our only black mayor um uh, oh know. yeah he was i heard about him he was better he was like he I wh- I think one thing that you could say about he it was is better he, build back better. He but he yeah. was build back better. Like mm. he tried. Like he, I could he from, tried, if you look at yeah. his record, he did want to actually like do a job as a mayor. And he actually was. Pro- I think he's like the only mayor that yeah. actually tried to address police brutality. He was trying to set up civilian civilian review, review boards of the nypd and that they would have some actual power to them and because of that the nypd backed uh um, rudy Giuliani. yeah um, over him. oh <laughs> which i was oh! gonna say yeah the,
0: the list of the three people following dinkins the the last good mayor of new york is rudy Giuliani, michael <laughs> bloomberg and bill de blasio We've so just it like was... i mean straight off of like the epstein list i
3: <laughs>
1: god <laughs> Just,
3: like I
2: could like, there's stuff to critique Dinkins about, and he was honest about it. Like he was, he was, he did work with Ronald Reagan, but he later went and said that. Uh, <laughs> oh, hold on. Yeah. With uh, with the Reagan administration, but he was honest and said that, like, yeah, I regret it. I I, I should have yeah. with them. Yeah. They they. Uh, When Nancy Reagan said, just say no, I thought that it was going to be like, like something else rather than what they did. Right.
1: Yeah.
4: Like
2: he, he, I, if there's one thing that the only good mayor of New York was David, was David, uh, David Dinkins. And unfortunately Mm. he, he did pass away uh, November, November of last year. So uh, the, the, the one good mayor that New York has had uh, Mm. is uh, unfortunately not with us
4: anymore. Yeah.
1: Yeah, man, the war on drugs was, like, so fucking insidious, too. Because you, like, had, like, celebrities and, like, other major people backing it because they believed it was something it wasn't. Right. Um, I mean, like, you had, like, the fucking Elvis Nixon photo and, you know, like, a bunch of those, you know. Like, of course, the stop it. Get some help. You know. Stop. Get some help. Because, like, I think, and honestly, I don't think that those people, I mean, like, I don't think any of those, you know, and maybe this is just me being op- optimistic, but I don't think any of those people were malicious actors. I think they were all told something by the government that the that the government was not doing. Yeah. And, like, the government knew that using them was, you know, a way to make it, like, more popular. But I don't know. I mean, eh. I, I wasn't there, of course. I was not born in the 70s, so I can't be sure, but... I guess that's just me giving people the benefit of the doubt.
3: The war on drugs is, like, a very specific sort of malicious in American society. Right. Because the politicians knew what they were doing. They knew that it would specifically target disenfranchised, like, black communities. And they specifically were funneling drugs into those communities to begin with, so... Mm. um, You know... I feel like people who grew up in those communities, like, black activists and, like, celebrities, who, like, who became a part of the, like, war on drugs kind of retroactively, had the best intentions.
4: Mm.
3: Because they were like, well, yeah, drugs destroyed my community. Right. So I've got to right. try to prevent that.
2: Like, But the problem... Like, you cannot de-emphasize how much crack destroyed the, like, black communities. Oh, it did.
3: Yeah. yeah. It did. Yeah. It, I mean arguably the reason that's one reason why things are as bad still as they are is the war on drugs
2: right it it like the i i cannot for for listeners i know my audio is kind of bad right now but i i really want to emphasize this point hmm. prac destroyed african-american communities across the country
3: not only that, but yeah. it also just like destroyed any sort of like power or relevancy like you guys had for a while.
2: It did. And I mean part of there is there's a longstanding i uh, conspiracy theory within the black community that I, I, I remember from little that I heard was that uh the war on drugs is basically a plot by the, the by the FBI to to uh to basically get rid of uh like uh Fred Hampton uh and like radical black activists because they were they were gaining ground and they were making alliances with other with other minority groups and poor and poor whites and they saw as a threat so that's why that's why crack happened which i i don't necessarily agree because i think that's kind of a simplistic view but i think that is that's like this is definitely an opinion that's within the black community is that the the that crack in the war on drugs was not just something that happened it was something that was no it was
3: certainly planned
2: yes yeah. yeah
3: because if you know anything about the history of the united states and what we specifically did to make money at certain intervals of time the fbi and other such organizations were like deeply inundated in the drug trade
1: oh definitely
3: so, I mean, it's it's arguable to say, hey, we got a bunch of leftover drugs, guys. What are we going to do with it all? And then, like, hey, we have this convenient uh, project to get, like, rid of black activists, et cetera, et cetera. Right. Let's and just the, use it for that.
1: And the propaganda they used to, like, make idealized versions of themselves in, like, the 60s, 70s, 80s was like, Oh, of
3: course, because so it was tedious. always, you know, video games like NARC. We're yeah. like all the rage, like the Dare program, which is literally taught me more about drugs than I would have ever known otherwise. <laughs> mm.
2: Like I, 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 I want to say I don't. Hey, want... little
3: Phil, you want to learn how to inject crack cocaine? And I'm like, but you don't inject crack cocaine. <laughs> You're learning, son.
1: <laughs> oh God.
2: Like I, I want to say that I don't particularly believe that uh in the in in the uh the the dark alliance theory that like it was the cia deliberately um like it was a deliberate attempt to funnel in drugs into african-american communities for that i i don't quite agree with with that but i do think that it was this was there was a conscious effort on the part of the fbi and the cia that they they threw the black communities under the bus and you know they got a happy accident. Of course. So mm-hmm. I think that often like with conspiracy theories like that, I think that you can attribute a lot of it is to just the banality of evil. That it's not necessarily yeah. planned. You just do it. I would because, say you know, that the, the more likely cause was
3: the the white flight.
4: Because mm-hmm. those yeah. community
3: those communities were disenfranchised already. And just primed for a like any designer drug or even just like Mm. what you have it like to sweep through the community because you have a bunch of people who don't have a lot of money and you're just like, hey, want to want to get rid of your your woes for a few minutes. And that and spreads like wildfire. God, and there was something you could so say so like
2: the, the language surrounding crack, which was crack is just, is cocaine. It's just, you know, a lesser, it's cheaply made yeah. cocaine, but the way that you oh, know it people is. discuss yeah. about it, it's... No, but like the, the
3: refined variant is like very popular in like even suburban communities.
2: Yeah, like this is, right. I think that like suburban, white suburbia had rampant drug issues as well. Like oh, it still happened. does.
4: Mm-hmm. Like
2: that, but it's not, it's not really... It is not. It, I think the media portrayal of them is cr- like critically different from how it's yeah. how the crack out crack is portrayed in uh, in inner city in inner city communities. As, I, uh, listen, as '90s liberals would call them.
3: One of my like one of the people I am acquainted with, you know he he's kind of like a he's kind of a wild card person. Yeah, I talk to him on occasion, but um, he frequents our local bar in town. And he's, he's told me like flat out, this is a, my town is a cocaine town. Yeah. And it's, and it's a largely like white upper middle class town, but it's a cocaine town. Nonetheless, I mean, you know, and there's no doubt in my mind that had this community been policed, like any community was back in the day, like any black community was back in the day, you'd have the same amount of arrests, but obviously that's not what's going to happen.
2: Right, hmm. right. Because it's you know it's a white suburban community. It's not going to get
4: the same yeah. attention.
3: Anybody who who does drug statistics will tell you that white suburban communities use about as much drugs as like any other community, but arrests are significantly diminished. Right.
1: Mm-hmm. Right. Hmm. So yeah,
3: there is a huge disparity between arrests but not a huge disparity in usage numbers
1: yeah it's just mm-hmm. horrific just every fucking that's why system. the
3: opioid epidemic was so bad because it mainly affected white suburban communities and it's right. still so bad today like, there's still this fervor about it that you don't see anymore for black communities that are affected by drugs just like opioids
0: more of a tragedy which i mean it is a tragedy but you know i mean it's a
3: tragedy no matter what but the problem is just like now we've like oh oh those 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 like low-income black communities they deserve it now i mean the
2: uh to step it like this is something that i i feel i've seen a lot of like this is somewhat similar to to like when the the language surrounding the middle class, the working class in this country, whenever like whenever that image is brought up by you know like uh, you know shit peddlers like uh, Mike Rowe or oh god um, I hate
3: yeah. Mike Rowe yeah
2: or or anyone like they're specifically they are talking about like the uh, the uh like white the white middle class that's specifically what they're talking about like white people. We, and and they're not they never talk about like how the majority of the the working class in this country is not, not white, white and like and that, in the, like the in like the service industry and stuff like that specifically like oh yeah i i, mean, I was but, at a i'm but, not in a trade yeah, school i'm not in trade school but i was my school was having a an an an, an expo for trade schools um uh, back in high school and i went to it because you know i figured why not um and i was talking to this uh this this guy um for i think it was plumbing and he was talking about like how like uh how his union is trying to do a better job of of appealing to to uh to other to other communities and to other uh like to or like as he said like unions are increasingly becoming you know not white not uh not white and you know with like gay and straight and, and uh, uh like there's the, there's a whole the middle class is not strictly like a a like a and and a a no college degree white guy working in middle America the middle the working classes a variety of people from different backgrounds.
4: I would yeah in
2: various yeah. like aspects of 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 various sort of like lower rung working of what we you would call like the of essential services in.
3: I mean, in, I would go so far yeah, I would go so far as to say that the working class is anybody who sells their time for like their their labor in return for like any sort of financial compensation
4: mm-hmm. like, right because
3: specifically, specifically, that's how the middle class is specific, like has been used in America. Mm. That's what's so frustrating is like let's say you're a you're a middle class American who makes like eighty thousand dollars a year. You know, they've essentially put out propaganda for years saying, oh, you're better than the working class when you you really are just the upper echelons of the working class.
2: Right. And that's why, like, you have, like, in this language where you're talking, like, where there's there's sort of, like, the false dichotomy of, like, the working and middle class where it's not, there isn't a dichotomy between those two. It's the same thing. It's just that, you, you know, like, you... there. It it creates this false notion that you're somehow better than them, and which you know that like you can also say like that's how racism works is that you create this oh, yeah. that they're mm-hmm. that these uh, that these people that are your skin color are are worse than you and you're they're coming after mm-hmm. your jobs but you're better than them you know like it gives it gives something so that you know they're not able to unite behind you know a shared yeah. sense of solidarity behind uh, like there's not a shared class interest which you know is uh, not to get y'all not to get all political here but uh, like there's <laughs> there like the number one thing if you're if if you are in in, in the capitalist class you do not want uh anyone on the the upper or lower parts of the working class to realize that they have more in common regardless of their skin color like that yeah. that is that that is your worst nightmare yeah. Whenever yeah.
4: you, if that happens
3: no class consciousness is literally like their kryptonite if if people mm-hmm. find out that they have things in common and most of the things like for example if you find out like oh yeah this happens at your job that well this also happens at my job but you work yeah. you're a mechanic and i'm like a computer programmer how does that make any sense
0: yeah well yeah th- that's actually i mean like that that shit goes back like you know centuries to like um uh really really fascinating book um uh slave ship by marcus rediker is it's one of my favorite histories um and marcus rediker is like this this fun marxist historian that like you know applies marxist analysis to like pirates and like the caribbean it's it's super cool but (laughs) um oh yeah he's he's got a whole like case about pirates being the first communist he's super dope but um
2: i can't read this though
0: oh he's so awesome but slave ship he he did this really interesting class analysis of it because you know, like a a slave ship was built up of like, obviously the slaves and then the, the like sailors, like the lower class sailors who like did the grunt work and then the captain. And he, he made the argument, like a lot of the sailors who are brought on were brought on because of like debt and being just like in pretty horrific, like financial situations that they needed to escape their like life. Um, And so the captain, though, realized with the horrible treatment that he was providing to sailors and the horrible treatment they're providing to, obviously, the slaves, that it was in his best interest to always keep them at odds with each other. Mm -hmm. Um, Because in doing that, then they would never think to actually, like, kill the captain. And so he was, like, doing these really interesting analysis of, like, a handful of ships where where the slaves and the sailors had realized the enemy was the one who was, you know, driving the ship, the like captain and like ended up, you know, doing mutinies and then trying to liberate other slave ships. It's super fascinating, but like, this is kind of that divide again, where you have to believe, like you have to tell the, the white sailors, Oh, you're better than the slaves because then that allows them to not realize that they're
2: both getting fucked over by the captain. You, know? you have to, there has to be a, a, a... You have to dehumanize. Yeah, you have to like. And that. Well, I mean, that's some, why
3: white supremacy is so inherent to capitalism. It's rampant
2: in you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that there's a that from you're inundated from like growing up, you're inundated with with like images of and this is something that a, in a class of mine that we were going over was the images of 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 you know of a, of Africans in. Africans and you know black americans in american culture from you know reconstruct before reconstruction uh antebellum south reconstruction and then onward after that was that you always that the, the general characterization of it even when it was like uh even if it was like sympathetic it always portrayed it and it's something that you know I, I think i talked about before is that there's a it's always sort of like displaying a lack of agency for black people that white people at some point have to step it's like oh yeah for something there's even um even like an anti-slavery uh uh an appalachianist uh newspaper head uh the header had uh um uh the illustration had a had two dividing blocks one side of the illustration was showing a slave auction in Mississippi but in the other side it showed slaves you know working but you know they weren't they weren't you know like slaves and something that the text brought up was that why are the slaves like doing this why are they toiling why aren't they you know just because it's it's subtle like even if you don't mean it that way even because I Mm -hmm. I do believe that like they did that that was not intentional but it's still something that you know seeps yeah. in well yeah
3: you have to rob people of their agency because if you look at the civil rights movement so many figures are anti-capitalists like almost every single one has like socialistic sentiment
4: mm-hmm.
3: and like a rich political background and opinion
2: and but then you look at that up in, no in like, no one the, ever
3: brings it up
4: yeah. No but one then, ever
2: like, talks it, about it. No one ever talks about, like, the fact that, like, it, and this is something that I was discussing with someone else before, was that there's a, a, an effort to sanitize the, the the civil rights movement, and it makes me upset. Like, it pisses me off. Like, the civil rights movement was a radical political movement. It was not this, this this like, this non, uh, Martin Luther King Jr.'s, Nonviolence was not, you know, like this. It was something that was that was it was a an ethical position, but that did not mean that he was like he believed that you had to like you know come to you had to come to white people hat in hand and sort of like kindly ask for rights. You agitate for it, even if he believed in nonviolent agitation.
4: Well,
3: radical nonviolence is like an, I would say a very anarchistic position. Yeah.
0: Yeah, no, but yeah, specifically like this, this, the talk about agency here is, is I think a huge part of this because yeah, the civil rights movement is stripped of its agency oftentimes. Like it's seen as like, you know, eventually the, the sympathetic white liberal granted rights, uh, to the black activists, but not, Mm -hmm. you know, that they fought for them. And I don't know, I I think about this specifically, like I, I haven't mentioned this really, but like my, um like what I, what I, the specific subject I've been studying in history, that's like my capstone and all that is the Haitian revolution. Um, nice. which is hand, one of the most fucking forgotten chunks of history. That is also, I think one of the most important events in history. Um, and, and so like, so like the, the, my, the best, the best historian of that uh, Michelle Rolf trio, um, who's an amazing writer. If you ever ever can read Silencing the Past, it's it's an amazing book. But um I mean his his biggest argument was that like the reason that there's just this this black hole where the Haitian Revolution is in like the historical archive, the reason we've just forgotten it is because we cannot imagine black people having that much agency. That the the idea of slaves choosing to kill their masters is not something that that like white europeans could comprehend when it happened and just believed it didn't wasn't happening even as it was happening and that we today still do not fully know how to comprehend that's and that's a fantastic point yeah. yeah (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it's, and it sucks because only recently has is Haiti getting like the attention, attention.
2: that it deserves, though. and it's
0: this it's the second republic in the Americas following the u s. yeah and it is the only successful slave uprising in history. be <laughs> like, in, in
2: the, like in I even like the like Spartacus, like the one that like uh, it's for a while, yeah. like the most famous slave uprising was like it was was the Spartacus one. And right, right. like that wasn't even that wasn't successful at all. no it was uh, no, they or, all
3: got butchered in the end
2: yeah. or you have like the Turner rebellion, um yeah. which you know wasn't successful. you had, you know um uh John Brown making he peace as he as he marches right. with the lord with the lord. um he uh like his attempted like revolt was not, was not successful. successful. the Haitian revolution was the uh, like is is the only recorded slave uprising that Accomplished all of its goals of 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 emancipate like they, it was emancipation. It was emancipate like they, they, de- they defeated
0: freedom. Napoleon. Yeah, they,
4: like that's he was. <laughs> that's, they it's big, Napoleon it's a big deal. The
0: point, <laughs> they defeated Napoleon at the point where no no one else could defeat Napoleon. No one else could defeat Napoleon. Yeah. And Russia's tactic with dealing Napoleon was setting their own cities on fire and running away. <laughs> <laughs> but you had
2: like Haitian the Haitian uh, Haitian revolutionaries uh be, like um practicing with guerrilla warfare yeah the, and 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 using
0: disease like intentionally allowing like the yellow fever to take over the like it was it was brilliant war tactics <laughs>
2: like there are such oh, personalities from the, from the Haitian revolution, which are never talked about, about yeah. there's so many like people from, from you have the, uh, the, the different Maroon groups of, uh, for anyone who doesn't, the Maroon, Maroons were communities of, of escaped slaves, which had formed yeah. in, it wasn't just Haiti, it was throughout, um, of uh, South and Central America, uh, of, of, of uh, escape slaves, which would form, you know, like kind of, you could argue that this was a form of like mutual aid communities um, mm-hmm. of, uh, of escape slaves forming their own societies on the periphery of, uh, of, of, of white settlements. You had like maroon communities, you had the coloreds who were, you know, like the, which also kind of speaks that there's even now, like, you know, within the uh, the black community and the black that's where at large you do have colorism you have the the uh Mm -hmm. where like lighter skinned lighter skinned black people are kind of viewed with more it's a it's a it's a highly sort of a it's a highly sort of a how do i describe it it's a debate that goes on within the black community about about like skin color about like yeah. your your sh- the hue of your of of your blackness no i, and there's, I, I know
3: exactly what it is because my my fiance uh that's something that is kind of hotly contested in both bengali and indian culture uh, because of the colonization yeah uh there are actual like there's there are actual like advertisements for like topical ointments and stuff that supposedly like bleach your skin and like lighten your skin and they they do have kind of this disdain for darker skinned bengali and darker skinned indian people and it's it's Mm. gross
4: yeah Yeah.
2: Yeah. (laughs) that's something that i did I, I did hear, about, not not Bengali, but within there was there was a stereotype of like darker skinned black women being uglier than lighter skinned black women, hey, and of course, like you hey, have like, this. Oh my god! Hey <laughs> Bader, like, mm. this is such an awkward time to put.
3: No,
1: on. don't no, do no. this. Bill, too- no.
3: Phil, no. <laughs> Internalized racism is bad, Bader.
1: Oh god!
3: Oh, Internalized oh. racism is bad, Bader. <laughs> this is such an awkward time to put that in. <laughs> Which is why it's the perfect
2: time. <laughs> anyway yeah we'll um, I'm, I'm gonna try and find it uh the uh which of course the, the kind of has the interplay of you know racism and misogyny uh, mm-hmm. uh when you know like like Phil said there internalized racism is real um mm-hmm. and you know colonialism in whatever whether it was bringing people over for labor or going to their homes and taking it over yeah. is like it, it's still like a massive part of, of uh of colonialized societies uh, yeah. still after all this time. As you know hasn't been too long. But I wanna yeah. before we finish off here, mm-hmm. uh, we should probably yeah, go to a break soon. Probably but start wrapping up, yeah. The uh the there was an excerpt about the Haitian Revolution, which I, I, I always sort of had th- this had like this this sort of like chilling feeling if you it, like this chilling yeah. image of it was uh <laughs> during the beginning of it, i think it was on the uh, was it was the capital at the time the uh uh was a uh, uh, port au prince uh, i think
0: yeah it was port au prince yeah
2: um at the capital of port au prince as the revolution was going on they could each day they could see a new smoke uh, a new like smokestack from a burning revol- uh, a burning plantation would happen and you could hear like the the you could hear guns were getting closer and closer to port au prince each day would go like as the days would go on, like there would be, more like there would be more smoke in the sky and more burning plantations that you could smell, and there would be more like terrified like uh, um, plantation plantation owners that managed to escape, talking about how on how like this this army of escaped slaves was getting bigger and bigger and no one could stop them, and that to me that that sort of emphasizes how the like how how big of a deal it was because nothing like that had happened had happened before and had, had had happened since and because of that because of this was an instance of 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 slaves forming an armed revolt against their oppressor and violently throwing off you know oppression that you, uh, there was not a global decision by this, by by you know the the white hive mind, if you want to call it that, but there yeah. was kind of a, a a general consensus of we can't let this happen again. This cannot happen again. Yeah, and that's why you have this paranoia in the in the southern United States of yeah, that there would be another Haitian happened. style, a Haitian style revolt, um, yeah. because it tear it. The, it cannot be understated how much the Haitian Revolution terrified white people at the time.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, yeah. And and I mean this this led to lashing out against Haiti for for years afterwards. Haiti was not recognized as a country until the mid mid to late 19th century and I think the US refused still. Um Yeah. And, and which is, you know, the the event happened in the early like it, you know, ended by like uh 1810. It's it's hard to put a date on exactly the end of the revolution, but no, but and and I mean a Haiti matters a lot to American history too, which is, I think a thing that gets really lost, like the Vietnam before Vietnam was the occupation of Haiti. Um, In, in 1915, Wilson like occupied Haiti. Um, Yeah. And it, you know, it's, it it was like the first like fight against guerrilla warfare resistance that leads to burning down villages because there might be a militant there. Like it was, it was Haiti, but or it was Vietnam before Vietnam. Right. Um, yeah.
4: I think you also yeah, say that the I, I can talk
0: too. about this.
3: <laughs> oh the yeah. I also, do yeah. want to mention one thing that I find interesting. Yeah. Specifically about like revolutionary and radical figures in the United States, and that's the language that like neoliberal society uses to describe these people,
4: mm-hmm.
3: like post their time. Like they always use transcendental terms like freedom or justice or et cetera, et cetera. And if you know anything about the words freedom and justice while living in America, is that they are essentially meaningless drivel that are just like spaces where you can insert anything.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, right. No, it's vague. Absolutely. It's it's vague enough that you can kind of uh, that there that the that the your vague kind of neoliberal idea of what freedom definitely what like uh Dr. King was talking about. It definitely was was uh what what you know W.E.B. Du Bois was talking about. Well, like, it's
3: th- it's like how free are your people if they if we like we repeatedly rank in countries with low social mobility? You know, how free are people if you have to like go on food stamps? You know, how free are people if like the the government programs that are supposed to help them Uh, see lessening returns day in and day out you know how free are people if they can't have access to basic necessities
2: yeah that is that is a question of it's often when people talk about freedom in this country it's like uh it's you know i don't want the you know the uh you know big government you know coming after my my uh, well yeah it's like
3: but the problem is if that you ask somebody what freedom means in this country you get five different answers because right. it always it always tries to lean more to like the transcendental than like the real,
4: like right. for
3: example, the original founding fathers who I despise each and every one of them, <laughs> uh, when they were writing the Constitution of the United States, the American mm-hmm. Experiment, they were really saying freedom from Britain, freedom from mm-hmm. the monarchy, yeah, and that has I mean... like warped into a gross frankenstein's monster of what the word freedom means which is a catch-all in america almost
0: there's a really great documentary by adam curtis this is not the one i've been i've been forcing you to watch phil uh but the trap <laughs> but the the trap is like this three-part series on the development of american and british ideas of freedom and holy shit yeah it's it's fucked up <laughs> i think the big thing for everything's me
1: was... fucked up
4: oh yeah. sorry go ahead Bench.
1: No, I'm just saying, just, when you look at this through a critical lens, and you just see how fucked we are. We, like, made, like, at every critical moment, we made the wrong decision. Or we made, you know, we had the malicious actor in power, okay? Reconstruction, we could have actually gone somewhere, but no, because we had that little demon Johnson in power. Well,
3: as somebody always ends it, that's the problem. is that we we make progress we go places and it always just ends there's no there's no like completion of the process right and that's probably what i hate most about biden is that there is no building back better you know the coronavirus i feel like was like a death knell for our society in the way it was before that It almost, I would say it points to this loss of innocence where we can't pretend we were uh, what we were before. Right. Yeah, I know. I mean, I mean, I think,
2: yeah. I, no, sorry. Go ahead, Josiah. I
0: I mean, quit, like, yeah, uh, like, COVID, there's no after, or there's like after COVID, there's not like a return to normalcy, though. And part of that has just been, for me, watching so many people I knew or respected not give a shit about each other and not about you know how their actions affect others like the for for me like there's yeah there's no return to normalcy after covid because i have such a deep amount of hatred for a lot of the people around me now and and yeah i don't know it doesn't go away even
2: if the disease disappears yeah i think there and i think oddly enough i say that there's there's an odd kind of positive of that is that i don't think that I don't think that American politics will ever go back to how how it used to. No matter how many liberals want it to, it's not going to go back to to how it was before. I think the one thing that demonstrated that to me was how many people were angry about about a uh, uh, Biden um, drone striking Syria. Yeah, the fact that they're like, because I I I figured that that was just going to be like people were not gonna because there was a Democrat out of office, it was not going to be noticed that much and you did have you yeah. know liberals having just straight up awful takes like oh it's so it's so good he's like he's not he didn't broadcast it he didn't he just did it quietly uh, but uh but out of all of that i saw more people like angry like why are you doing this yeah. now out of like at like there is and that kind of gives me hope that it's i think consciousness. that just I think that I think that COVID has really like like Phil was saying that I think that COVID really has killed what was what was the political status quo before because neoliberalism was was beginning like to to like in its own decay but I think that COVID has accelerated that yeah do we
0: think this is a good place to end
1: I think so I think yeah you know, I think that was the...
0: some some good, good
2: closure there I feel like yeah
1: all right covered a lot. there's some hope
2: wrap up. there there is some yeah. light at the end of the tunnel yeah
0: <laughs> we gotta yeah. stop it now while we have some hope because it's like me or phil's gonna make another comment and it's just gonna get depressing again and mm-hmm. <laughs> let's let's have, uh, episode, let's, uh, let's have this episode which
2: yeah, is pretty low-key let's let's have this episode
0: yeah well uh well thank this has been uh this has been mammonberg this has been your lovely tour of mammonberg as you uh as you, you make your way out through the, the highway leaving Mammonburg, you can see a uh, violent civil war breaking out behind you over uh, pizza, arguments regarding the pizza. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh... Hey,
3: Peter. Jesus. Hey, Peter. <laughs> We're having it's a civil a... war of a pizza, Peter. You, uh, you
0: turn the... Uh... <laughs> turn the the calm music on the radio up to drown out the screaming behind you um and and listen to your your co-hosts wish you uh wish you a good evening uh yeah uh we should do sign offs right of uh, jackal sign off
2: (laughs) okay so uh uh you, uh, this is Mamanberg. As, uh, as, uh, my, our, our lovely, uh, co host Josiah was saying, there's a, yeah. as the Civil War rages out in the background, as there's a guy that keeps shouting, Hey, Peter, even though your name is not Peter. Uh, <laughs> and as you see, you think you see Andrew Cromo in the periphery, um, uh, staring, staring at women with eyes that are very worrying. <laughs> you, uh, as, as you leave Mamanberg, we, uh, uh, make sure to uh, pay pay special uh, special um, attention to your guests, yeah. to to your hosts, um. Through this this travel through America's lovely little hell is uh, Josiah.
0: Yeah, you can find me at Josiah W Sutton on Twitter. Except I'm not on Twitter for let, but I'll be back.
2: Are, don't you have Sundays?
0: Yeah, but I just kind of come on Sundays and say what's up,
2: and then leave. god i wish uh, that were me oh man i really should have quit twitter but that's like that i can't i know i can't uh finch
1: yes this is it is i finch finch j finch uh professional poster of cringe and if you look at your left as you drive out of mammonberg you will see a billboard advertising my latest book the Christian Delph Commensor, a comprehensive <laughs> guy with a forward by Rod Dreher. Oh, <laughs> Find no. me I at a fin- Yeah. Is a
4: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, no, no. no. He, he's he's thinking gotta,
0: metal he, as I insert no. the shotgun barrel in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs>
1: he is the Delf. I'm saying he's helping you learn how to connoisseur Delfs.
2: Are you saying that Roger is the connoisseur Delf?
1: I mean, anything is possible. I mean, he didn't want that one guy to piss on him, so like.
2: I <laughs> Peter,
3: <laughs> hey, hey, I'm a Delf connoisseur, Peter. <laughs>
1: uh, uh, but you can find me at finch uh, at finchowar at, on twitter.com for my terrible takes. Thank you all for tuning
2: in. And we've also we've had a uh, we we've had Phil.
3: At hey, hey, Peter at hey, Peter, you, you can beat me to death in a shopping mall, Peter.
2: <laughs> but can, uh, to death, Phil? Where can they do that? <laughs> that they,
3: they can they can find me at uh, they can find me at peter.peter.com, peter Peter. <laughs> You can find me at Cryptid Director at twitter.com.com.twitter. And
2: uh that Peter.
3: I want you to turn my legs into uh splinters. <laughs> you can really? really you
0: can really see the brain prion taking over, <laughs> Phil. <laughs>
3: it's
2: it's been bad. Um, it's from the first one. L- l- little bad. known
1: fact. Uh, you know, uh complimentary brain prions come with uh all uh, five-star gold-plated tours of Mammonburg.
2: Did we forget to tell you? We're very sorry.
1: <laughs> yeah, we're so sorry.
2: And uh, yeah. I've, uh, I've been Jackal. You can find um, more inane ramblings about the uh, the godless hell society that we find ourselves in mm-hmm. uh, on uh, Jackal Jester on the uh, hell website twitter.com.
0: That's right. And you,
2: you could also, we we, frat, we haven't done this, is that you could find the pod on Twitter too. Oh, yeah, we haven't done that. It's at Mammonberg Pod. Mammonberg Pod on Twitter.com. Follow it.